200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello and thank you for clicking and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. We're here at Aelita 2019 in St. Louis, Missouri. And I'm joined by a dear friend, Tim Barfield. Um, Tim, you and I have known each other through Aelita for 10 or 11 years. Something like that. Something like that. Um, We've talked in the past about a whole variety of topics here on Police One. One of the things that I don't know that we've talked about on video, um, I do do know that you've written about, is leadership. And let let me just let you go with that. So uh, uh, leadership, obviously it's, it, it's a problem in all industries, everywhere. Leadership is a problem, but uh, law enforcement is what I do. It's what we do, Doug. So um, it's certainly a huge problem in law enforcement. When you look across the country today, you know, we have been embattled with uh, the lies about law enforcement since uh, certainly before Ferguson, but since Ferguson, certainly. And Ferguson, we should add, is... is- Five or ten miles from here, from where we presently sit. Right. This is ground zero. Yeah, and and that was just under five years ago uh, that 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 happened, and we've been embattled as a profession for that period of five years. Leadership, however, the the problems with the lack of courage in leadership precedes that. Right? Certainly, it does. Yeah. But it's only gotten you know as a problem. It's, got, it's gotten certainly gotten worse. worse. Yeah. As a problem's gotten worse, that's um, that's the biggest issue today. I, I Quite honestly, I think it's the biggest issue in law enforcement today is a lack of, of leadership. Um, so, you know, uh, the police profession is under attack by mainstream media, certainly by aspects of social media, uh, by cowardly uh, politicians. And, uh, and what happens is uh, no, nobody's standing up for the cops, yet poll after poll says that police are highly respected in our country. Study after study says all the lies that have been spread aren't true. The most recent coming out of California where they were, they were uh, checking on bias complaints and they find out that there's almost none. And now they're crying that, that the, the studies aren't good. They're not real. They're, they're false. That the police have lied again. The problem is across this country, you know, we're having a hard time with recruitment. We can't find enough police officers. We have policemen that won't go out. We're depolicing in our country. And I would argue... Um, Regardless of the mainstream media and the politicians, uh, people aren't uh, policemen don't have leaders that that protect them from the lies. And so, why would you want to get in this job if you're in a, a tough job if a boss doesn't want to protect you? Right, and we we could talk about the recruitment and the retention problems because of the fact that young people looking to enter the workforce. They look at what's going on with the anti-police sentiment, the anti-police coverage in the media, the anti-police politicians, and then they look at the 
lack of courage among police leaders to protect and to defend their police officers who get involved in any manner of um, use of force incident or any kind of high-profile uh, incident. And they look at that and they go, I could get hurt, I could get killed, I could get sued, I could get jailed. You know what? I think I'm going to be a software engineer instead. The recruitment and the retention for young police officers is a huge challenge, and that falls on the shoulders of the police leader. Yes. Who, you know, <clears throat> police leaders are, chiefs, etc., are unfortunately, they become political animals because they sometimes serve at the um, pleasure of the city council, of the of the elected officials. And if the chief kind of gets too far outside the lines of the elected officials, they might not long, may no longer be the chief, right? Yes, but that's the cowardice part of this there whole issue. There you go. That's what we're getting um, at. Is, uh, you know, if, if, if you're a leader, your job is to take care of those people under you. And, and as a chief, and I speak as a chief, I, I have the constituents, the, the citizens that are concerned, but um, the people that work directly for the chief and under those, those leaders on a department have to know that the department has their backs. And, and when I say have their back, I'm not asking for, for things that aren't true. But what we find is we overcharge police all the time, regularly, mm-hmm. and then they're found not guilty. And, and what you've done is you've not only maybe ruined that career, but you've ruined an awful lot of support by the people that, that have to go out there and deal with the bad things that we have to deal with. They don't want to do the job, thus the depolicing. Right. The morale in the ranks suffers because you have either thrown someone under the bus, you've overcharged them with something, or you've ignored the fact that they have a complaint as well. You know, look, if you have a use of force incident, I would bet $1,000 right now that the use of force was due to the fact that they were attacked, due to the fact that they were under assault. That That's battery. That's an illegal act by the subject. And it's never charged. It's, it, it, you know, it, it'll get tacked on to something. But it's one of those things where you're like, that use of force was appropriate because this officer was under attack. This officer was being battered, right? Absolutely. But even, even if, if by chance the use of force was potentially inappropriate, whose fault is that? Mm. That's a leadership problem, too. We haven't bothered to train our people to the appropriate standards. Mm. You know, this job is more like professional sports than it is like uh, um, I don't know, the regular job because we, we need to be high-performing athletes, and we spend millions of dollars a year to train high-performing athletes, yet we give almost nothing for training budgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, your analogy to sports is, is interesting because there is no, in police work, there is no second place. You know, there's, there's winning and there's not winning, and that's it. Um, you, you, you know, you have a race of 10 people, and you're going to have some, even the 10th person finishes the race. Um, not every officer finishes the shift, unfortunately. And we're not giving officers, like you'd said, enough training and enough support to ensure that they are confident in their skills and abilities, confident that they know the law, confident that they know the policy of the, of the agency, and that they know that they're going to do the right thing at the right time for the right reasons and be supported by their law enforcement leaders, right? Absolutely. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate your friendship and all of the things that you do here at ILEDA. Thank you, Doug. Doug Wiley with Police One. Thank you again for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One podcast.